Connecticut lawmakers say the stakes are too high for a nearly year-long delay. Healthcare providers that we've talked to and some mayors that we've talked to said if we don't get this figured out by the end of the year, we're very concerned that that's what's going to happen with these hospitals. A major hospital merger awaits Connecticut approval. This is Long Story Short from the Connecticut Mirror and WSHU Public Radio. Dave Altamari does in-depth investigative reporting for the Connecticut Mirror. He's the co-author with Jenna Kaleso of Prospect Yale New Haven Health Deal nearing one year for Connecticut approval. I'm Eban Udama from WSHU Public Radio. You can read the stories we feature at ctmirror.org or wshu.org. More to come after this. Hi there, this is Rima Dael, WSHU Station Manager, and welcome to my kitchen. Um, this morning, I'm starting my day off with a croissant, heating it up in the microwave quickly, and then also making myself a cup of coffee. But I just want to take a moment to ask for your help and support to keep the stories that you hear on our air, the news and the music you rely on going. So please make a gift now to support all you hear on WSHU on our website at WSHU.org. And I hope you have a great day. Hello, Dave. You say in your story that uh, Prospect Medical Holdings, which is a for-profit company that owns three major medical facilities in Connecticut, that's uh, Waterbury, Manchester, and uh, Rockville General Hospitals, they're in the process of selling their hospitals to the not-for-profit Yale New Haven Health. Why is it taking so long for the state's Office of Health Strategy to sign off on the deal? That's the question that a lot of state legislators are asking. This deal is basically a, exactly a year old, as a matter of fact, today as we speak, than it was when it was signed. We took a look at some other certificate of need applications for hospital sales over the past five or so years, and this one is certainly taking longer than some of the other ones. Now, the state's answer to that is this is a complex deal. It's three hospitals, not one. It's a for-profit selling to a non-profit. And then you throw in the cyber attack, the six-week cyber attack that really crippled uh, these three hospitals. And you have a, what they say is a, a difficult case that they're still reviewing. So what, where do we go from here? I mean, it, is, is this deal still in the works? Is it going to happen? Uh, uh, because I understand that healthcare professionals are, are very worried that this deal might be uh, derailed. Yes, several of them held a press conference last week at the Capitol. Some healthcare providers from Waterbury, Manchester, and Eastern Connecticut Health Network, which it includes Rockville General, and they're very concerned that prospects not paying their vendors. Uh, as far as we know, they owe at least $40 million to their vendors. Many of those are like doctors, anesthesiology services, radiology services, and there is a big concern amongst the healthcare providers that while the state is reviewing this application that one of these hospitals could actually close. Right now, some of the services have been cut back. Some of the surgeries and other things that uh, normal things that they do in the hospitals have been, they've been cut back on that, right? They've cut back on some surgeries. 
uh, because they don't have the supplies. They owe their like traveling nurses and traveling doctors, which a lot of hospitals now use. They owe them quite a bit of money. They've talked about pulling out, which would really impact the, the number of people working in the hospitals. There is a dire picture being painted by the people who work in these hospitals as to where they are right now. And part of that, to be fair, is the aftermath of the cyber attack. Could you just tell us a little bit about the cyber attack? We've talked about it in a past uh, long story short episode, but could you just remind us what happened over the summer with the cyber attack that, to the to these hospitals? Sure. It was about a six or seven week period starting in uh, at the beginning of August where all three of the hospitals, Waterbury, Manchester and Rockville, basically lost all their ability to use computers. That meant everything from payroll to bills to, more importantly, stuff like reading cardiac monitors or reading x-rays. So it set them back quite a bit. The emergency rooms in eastern Connecticut, the two hospitals in eastern Connecticut, had to divert ambulances from their emergency rooms. They couldn't handle the, the people. That same thing in Waterbury, where everybody ended up going to St. Mary's, creating like six, eight, nine hour waits at their emergency room because there was nowhere else to go. The after effect of it is that they're behind on billing because they didn't have the ability to bill and they're falling way behind on some of their payments to vendors. And some of that was going on pre-cyber attack. And the cyber attack only exasperated um, the situation. Senator Saud Anwar is the chair of the Public Health Committee. He's also an emergency care doctor, and uh, he has been affected by this. What is he saying? Uh, what is his take on this, and how should we deal with it? What is he proposing? Well, I think what's going to happen going forward is that there's no question the legislature will be taking a look at the whole certificate of need process. And does there need to be changes made in, in it? How it's done, not done? Should there be statutory time limits to getting these deals approved? So that's all going to come up, I believe, in the next legislative session. That's down the road. I think in the short term, the, the concern is just getting this deal approved. And uh, Senator Anwar has been pretty vocal about the need for this sale to go through so that Yale can come in and take over these hospitals. In the meantime, what's the state saying? Uh, what, what are the state regulators saying about that? At the moment, not much. There is a They actually wanted and got a confidentiality agreement with Yale and Prospect. So there's been very little about what's going on with the negotiations over the last, say, month or so. I believe the, the governor met with a bunch of legislators and also met with the, the governor met with some of the hospital officials and then the hospital officials met with some legislators. And after that, we haven't heard very much about what's going on between the three sides trying to work out a deal. We do know Yale has told the governor that they feel that they need the state to contribute $80 million to help recovering from the cyber attack, which Lamont has was very enthusiastic about, I guess would be the way to put it. He's not so, enthusiastic about spending state money right now. He doesn't feel that the state should be helping a for-profit company as Prospect is. Yale has said that the deal that they signed, which was, I believe, $435 million, the hospitals are not worth that, especially if you add in all the debt that they've accumulated in the last six months or so. They want to negotiate it down. Prospect's hasn't shown any indication they want to do that. And so we're kind of at a in the middle of a standstill, it seems like. Uh, and in the meantime, 
you have all these healthcare providers saying we we are we're getting dangerously close to one of these hospitals closing. So we don't have an answer right now. We are waiting for OHS, the Office of Health Strategies, to make a decision. Now they have asked the Attorney General to review this marketing report. So I don't think we're going to have something you know imminent. I don't think there's an imminent announcement coming. But healthcare providers that we've talked to and some mayors that we've talked to said, if we don't get this figured out by the end of the year, we're very concerned that that's what's going to happen with these hospitals. Wow. In the meantime, there's dire need for healthcare in uh, eastern Connecticut right now. Well, if you look at what happened here, there's only, I mean, there's two hospitals in eastern Connecticut. If you live in Tolland or Vernon or Willington or someplace or Andover, and you can't go to the emergency room at Rockville or Manchester, or you're, either, you're either going to Hartford. In some cases, they were taking them into Massachusetts from some of the records we saw. So for those hospitals to close would be a a number of people who would be impacted in eastern Connecticut would be massive. Okay, well, thank you so much, Dave. Long Story Short is hosted by me, Ebon Udana, and produced by Molly Ingram. Harriet Jones is our editor. WSHU's Alicia Daddario and the Connecticut Mirror's Gabby DiBenedictus are our digital team. This podcast is a collaboration between the Connecticut Mirror and WSHU Public Radio. We go behind the scenes at the home of public policy journalism in Connecticut. More can be found online at ctmirror.org and wshu.org. Our episodes can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.